Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us uh, this morning. Um, our talk today is going to come from the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 2. Here we have uh, the Apostle Paul. He has been uh, mentoring and discipling uh, Timothy, who was a young man. Um, and then at this particular point where we are going to start today, Paul is actually in prison at this time. This is the second time he is in prison, and at this point, he wasn't really expecting freedom. He was actually looking forward to death when he writes this in prison. Now, I just want to put a bit of context with this. Obviously, uh, Timothy is used to having a mentor around him, someone who is training him, who is guiding him, a shoulder to lean on. But at this particular point, Paul is on his way to dying. So, and he pens this book uh, to Timothy, and we're going to read from chapter 2 to see what uh, Paul actually says. In a way, this, is, uh, this may be similar to some of us, where perhaps the support structures that we're used to, let's say, as, 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 you know, as back as a few months ago at the beginning of the year, those structures may no longer be there. We're having to live life away from friends, life away from extended family, life away perhaps even from the church family as we used to know it. And therefore, those support structures may not be as we used to know them. So Timothy is in a similar situation of his own here. And I'll read from 2 Timothy chapter 2. We'll start from verse 1 up to verse 7. I'll read from the Amplified Version. It says, So you, my son... Be strong, constantly strengthened, and empowered in the grace that is to be found only in Christ Jesus. The things, the doctrine, the precepts, the admonitions, the sum of my ministry, which you have heard me teach in the presence of many witnesses, and trust as a treasure to reliable and faithful men who will also be capable and qualified to teach others. Take with me the share of hardship passing through the difficulties which you are called to endure like a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No soldier in active service gets entangled in the ordinary business affairs of civilian life. He avoids them so that he may please the one who enlisted him to serve. And if anyone competes as an athlete in competitive games, he is not crowned with the wreath of victory unless he combis according to the rules. We'll stop there for now. Amen. Yeah, a few points I just wanted to, uh, to pick, which I hope will help each one of us, even in the times that we live in. The first one comes from verse 1. Paul, from the outset, he says to Timothy, So you, my son, be strong, constantly strengthened and empowered in the grace to be found only in Christ Jesus. Therefore, I want to encourage us this morning. Let's lean on the grace of God. Let's depend on the power and the enablement of God, even in the situations that we may find ourselves in. It is him who strengthens us. Without him, we can do nothing. I'm acutely aware that a lot of us may be going through unimaginable difficulties and trials at this time. But my message this morning is don't despair. Lean on the grace 
that was to be found only in Christ Jesus. I like that, that fact. Paul doesn't, doesn't just say to uh, Timothy there, lean on the grace. He says constantly, all the time, lean on Christ. There are some times where we may feel perhaps we know the way through. But Paul says constantly depend on Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes things may seem obvious to us and we blow our head only later to be surprised, say, what on earth happened here? You know, the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, that there is a way that seems right to a man, but his end is the way of death. Things may appear so clear for us, so obvious that we don't feel the need to depend on Christ, and we move ahead only to realize that all things crumble around us. But the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 8, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh, and it will be strength to your bones. Let's lean on Christ, not on our intellect, not on our understanding of situations. Let's commit our ways to the Lord. And the Bible says, once we do that, he shall direct our paths. So let's continue to draw on the grace of God. Let's continue to draw on the power of God to see us through whatever we may be going through in life. My second point comes from verse 2. Paul says here to Timothy, the things, the doctrine, the precepts, the admonitions, the sum of my ministry which you have heard me teach in the presence of many witnesses and trust as a treasure to reliable and faithful men who will also be capable and qualified to teach others. So Paul is saying to Timothy, I've taught you many things as I've raised you in the faith, these things that I've taught you, pass them on to others. It's the same with us in the times that we live in. We ought to continue to pass the word of God to others, to share the good news of the gospel with others. But there are two things I want to draw from this uh, scripture that Paul is talking about. He, said, he says here, pass these to reliable men to faithful men who will be able and qualified to teach others also. Amen. To teach others also. We have been taught the word of God ourselves. We go to church. We tune into online services. We read the scriptures. Therefore, the onus is now on each one of us to continue to pass on the word of God faithfully and reliably. Paul here again says, the sum of my ministry I like this particular verse because it challenges me. It says, whatever you share out there, whatever word of God you speak out there, he says, do so in the totality of it, not some of it. Sometimes there is a tendency, either due to, you know, social pressures because of the, you know, the pressure to be politically correct, there is a tendency to add to the word of God to subtract from the word of God or to dilute the word of God 
so that it can appear attractive to the hearer, so it can appear acceptable to the climate of the day. But Paul here says, no, preach the word as it is. Don't add to it. Don't subtract from it. But everything that I have taught you, the sum of my ministry, he says, commit that to faithful men who will also be capable and qualified to teach others also. The gospel is not for us to keep to ourselves, but to share with others. Amen. Paul says here, if you fast forward two chapters ahead, in chapter 4, he kind of explains to Timothy why he is encouraging him really to speak the word of God as it is. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 3. It says the times that Timothy lived in, he says, For the time will come when they will not enjoy sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. We live in a world where people want to hear things that tickle their fancy, things that suit their narrative. But Paul says to Timothy, stand as a beacon of the truth of the gospel. Even though there is pressure to speak what people want to hear, stand for the word of God. After all, it's the word of God, it's the truth of the word of God that is going to set us and people free. It's not a certain version of it. Then we go on to verse 5. Paul says here, And if anyone competes as an athlete in competitive games, he is not crowned with the wreath of victory unless he competes according to the rules. So now Paul is bringing to Timothy's attention that yes, it's good, preach the gospel, preach the word. But he says an athlete is not crowned unless they compete according to the rules. So it's important not only to preach the word, but to do the word and to do it right. Amen. The Bible teaches us in James chapter 1, verse 22 to 25. But be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing himself, observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. I want to encourage each one of us. We have heard the word spoken in our lives many a time. A lot of us have gone to conferences. Every week we sit under a certain ministry to receive the word of God. But we are called to rise up and be doers of the word. I like the fact that it says the one who does the word, that one is he who will be blessed in what he does. Let us do the word. The next point, I want to take it from verse 3. Again, we are still in 2 Timothy chapter 2. Paul says here to Timothy, Take with me your share of hardship, passing through the difficulties which you are called to endure like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. 
No soldier in active service gets entangled in the ordinary business affairs of civilian life. He avoids them so that he may please the one who enlisted him to serve. Amen. Paul is encouraging Timothy that in your Christian walk, in your ministry, he says, don't be entangled in the ordinary affairs of civilian life. You are a soldier of Christ. Commit yourself to the ways of Christ. Not to things that will entangle you, not to things that will trip you down, not to things that will distract you. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2 says the same thing. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run the race with endurance and active persistence that is set before us. Look away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus. Paul say, uh, says here, the book of Hebrews here says, let us turn away from things that will distract us. In the modern day world, there are so many things that are clamoring for our attention. But the Bible says, turn away from these. It says, fix your eyes on Jesus. I like the challenge that it's not just about turning away, avoiding things that may distract us. But our eyes then must move to Jesus, must stay on Jesus. Then we will be able to run our race with endurance. Amen. Sometimes some of these things may not even be bad. They not, may not even be wrong, but they take our attention from that which really matters. In my younger days at the Christian Union, where I started, we used to call this measuring on minors, spending your time on things that are minor, things that are inconsequential to our Christian walk. And Paul refers to this in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23, where he says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. So let's keep our eyes on things that are helpful. Let's keep our eyes on things that are beneficial in our Christian walk. And finally, from verse 7, then Paul says to Timothy, think over these things, grasp their application, for the Lord will grant you insight and understanding in everything. Amen. So he says, think on these things. Don't just read them. As I have written this letter to you, don't just read them, Timothy. Ponder them. Meditate on them. Let them sink into your mind and into your heart. And then finally, he says, grasp their application. Like everything we do in our Christian faith, it's not just about learning, but it's the application. It's the doing, as we read earlier on, that the Bible calls us to be doers of the word, not just hearers. As the Bible says, if we do that, we are only deceiving ourselves. I pray that in this current climate that we're in, we will find strength in God. As Paul encouraged young Timothy going into an uncertain environment where his mentor was no longer there. He had this ministry. He was very young. 
Paul says to him, lean on the grace of God. No matter how tough things may seem, my encouragement to us today, let us lean on the grace of God. God bless you.